That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, my darlings. I'm going to give you guys a little debriefing on kind of like my last week. I feel like I, like, I talk about that there needs, not needs, that there's a want for my listeners to have just more like growing out solo shows. And then I get on here and I just like, I'm so twisted and fucked up from like, like, I don't want to be out of touch. I want to make sure I'm not triggering anyone. I want, like, it's so crazy because I think about how many people that we follow that are so famous that don't ever even talk about that and just live their lives. And I'm like, maybe if I just did that. But then again, like, I don't want to accidentally ever make anybody feel. It's like Emma Chamberlain, who I have, like, recently, not recently discovered. I've obviously known who she is for a long time. But, like, recently I'm like, I love her. Like, she doesn't give a shit. She has episodes about whether or not she would consider getting plastic surgery. She's 21 because everyone feels insecure about stuff. But then last night, oh God, I'm trying so hard. I'm, I'm going to document this. I'm bad right now. I wake up and grab my phone and I look at Instagram first fucking thing upon eye opening. And that's from past internet trauma because I'm so scared of like what could have happened on the internet while I was sleeping or like a comment, like sitting on my page for too long. Like I get notifications for every comment on all of our Instagrams, which is sick. Sick as fuck. But I get nervous that like something... Like somebody saw the video I post of Davide asking for an iced coffee in Italy and not being able, you know, them like not understanding, which was like a very cute and charming video and was really kind of about Davide's struggle between like two worlds, which, you know, I alluded to very clearly in the caption. And I think because Reels is being, I didn't do the update on Instagram because all of you made a stink about it. And I was like, I'm not updating this thing. I'm going to keep it fucking how it is. So I don't know what the new version looks like, but everyone obviously has been alluding to the fact that it looks like busted TikTok. So clearly Reels are being 
populated and pushed out in the algorithm really hard. And it's a reel. So it clearly got into like the eyes of humans who don't know us. And someone made a comment like saying that Davide, if like Davide's Italian accent was switched out for a Southern accent, then he might as well be wearing a MAGA hat. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I think that we've, I don't, I can't, I really, I let it sit there for, cause I was like, I don't want to delete it because I don't want to like silence someone's feelings. Then I was like, what if somebody tries to defend us? And then they, and then these two people like engage in an argument and I didn't want that either. And then I just don't want like anything having to do with like MAGA anywhere on my fucking page because of my, I don't want to get into politics, but like if you're a, you know, a Trump person, I don't want that anywhere near me. So I don't know. It was like, whatever. I ended up deleting it, but like, you know, it like popped up while I was trying to like get work done. And then it like made me spiral for a while. And like, I should just have more clear boundaries. Like there's so many, it's so funny. A friend of mine called them the black and white girls on Instagram, which is like really true. It's like these, like, you know, all these like thin, beautiful, like European girls who post like a beautiful bag or like an expensive piece of jewelry, like sitting on a ceramic tray and like it's black and white and, and, and there where it's like the same. And like, by the way, these are like the most beautiful Instagram accounts and all the, like a lot of the accounts that I engage with, but like, you know, you don't see any of them like giving an opinion on anything ever because God forbid, they don't want to like, you know, they just want to be these like elusive, beautiful things. And like, it's a safer place to be it's not a place I would want to be because I don't, I want to be able to speak about things that I think need to be amplified that are culturally important. Anyway, so I have a lot of anxiety. And then, and then I have, since I've been a mom, I have a lot of anxiety. I'm scared every time Davide leaves for work, he's going to get into a car accident. I'm scared every time Carmela, and I don't let anybody know this because I don't want to create like a not chill vibe because I only want a fucking chill vibe. Hi, Nutella. But I definitely think that I need to fucking get some boundaries because last night, and I shouldn't be doing this, I was looking at TikTok before I went to bed. And then somehow I don't, I have like my TikTok algorithm is fire. It's like a joyful, happy place. And I think this is because like Jessica Curry and I are like constantly sending each other TikTok videos back and forth. I got a good algorithm, but I don't know what I looked at and like all of a sudden scary stories. These are the two things that pop up now. Scary stories about how people have died. It'll be like true crime. And one, and I know so many people are into true crime. It's like what my cousin does for a living. My cousin Michelle has this like really amazing podcast about serial killers. It's what she does. It's what she studies. She's a forensic psychologist. Like I can't, I'm too like, I'm like what? I'm not going to sleep at night. So And I'll listen to like a podcast about something or like maybe we'll watch a series. But like if I'm in a happy place in bed naked on TikTok, like I don't know what being naked has to do with it. (laughs) I guess it amplifies the vulnerability. And then I see a video of like a woman, a mother of two being kidnapped. Like what? Like how did you get here? This isn't not, I was like before I was watching like a duck wearing sunglasses. And then... Oh, and then there was another one that I went deep dove into, which is, I don't know who this guy is, but apparently he was doing, I think even maybe he was there doing some charity work, was stuck in El Salvador over COVID for a year. 
and stayed with his family and he like went back to visit them. And so it was like the video of them reuniting. And then I was like, oh my God, like what else, like what else does this guy do? Cause that video like locked, had me like locked and loaded on this man's life. And it turns out that he like stays in El Salvador often and finding families that need help and raises money for them and builds them homes. And, and then went through like all of these families and like this, like this, there was this one girl who's 18 and has four younger siblings and her parents both passed away. And she's like, respond, like, it's what? Like no help. Like they were living kind of like in a dilapidated home. She was doing her, but like, oh my God. And then this other mom who was like a single mother and the kids every day would collect plastic to recycle and the recycling money, they would, they've never been in a house. They've never had a bath and run. They've never had running water. So we built them a home. So now I'm like, any thought I ever have about anything in my life is a fucking joke. And like, what am I like? Why do I need to like help amplify what's happening with this man and what he's doing more often? It's just like, whatever I was like going on that it was like the murder and then me being like, oh my God, like, what was the other thing that was on there that was so scary? Can't remember. Oh, this mom films her daughter crying as she gets dropped off at daycare. It's in Korea. And the little girl, when the car pulls in, is crying and she's trying to be so strong but she's saying, mommy, 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 And the mom keeps telling her, just hold on to your bunny. And so she's just like, okay. And so she's like, she just keeps saying, I love you, mom, in Korean over and over again because she doesn't, it was. And then I wake up and look right at my phone. By the way, this like mom is healthy and happy. The baby is obviously sad to go to daycare. But it's just like, I don't, and this is like, and then. And then like Davide is like, you can't look at this stuff. And then I'm like, to not look at it means that I'm denying the realities of like sad things that people go through every single fucking day. And then it'll be like, you should record a solo podcast about your favorite products. And I'm like, what? Anyway, I don't know what's right and wrong. And I'm sure we all go through this all the time. And everything is relative, I guess. I don't know. But that's where I'm at with the internet right now and needing to create a boundary with it. And especially because I mentioned on stories last week that that some account was like going at me and they kept, this takes so much effort because you know how when you block someone now, it'll block like all of their accounts. So then this person was re-signing up for Instagram using like a completely different email address. Like you can do it if you, you know, if you, if like, if you really want to fuck with someone that like did that much effort seems crazy. And it has to be somebody that I know. It's always people that you know, don't you think? I feel like it's always someone who's like, you've had direct contact with or are like adjacent. And she wrote on this video I post that had nothing to do with like it was, you know, this cute video of me trying on a Skims bathing suit for Darby Day. And she was like, you've had liposuction. And I wrote, and I was like at dinner with a friend and I was, back. I was like, fuck off. Like, no, I didn't. Like, and uh, I was like, when I, if I do one day 
I'll be posting about it, obviously. I oh, That's like what I do. <laughs> like, I'm a fucking oversharer. Give me a break. And it went on and on. And it was fucking, like, kind of ended up being like this battle. And then this person said, well, you have the classic, you have the classic liposuction belly button. And it was like, I haven't been liposuction. <laughs> So to like say that I have a liposuction belly button, it's like, no, that's just what it looks like. And now I, and now I'm like, do I have to hate my belly? <laughs> now does my belly button need like, do I need to get like belly button filler? <laughs> like my belly button's my belly button. My Nutella, this dog is like so right next to me right now. Cause she's so good. Can you see this? Yeah. Breathe into the mic. And, and then she started bringing up things from my past that were really mean and weird to bring up and kind of felt like she was like, it was like last final desperate shots to get some sort of reaction. And it freaked me out. It makes me feel unsafe. It makes me feel like, what is this person going to try to do to destroy my life? And it's like, it's such a part of life and it's so normal. But anyway, so That I would like to transition into like body stuff, which is, it's so funny because, you know, we look obviously all the time at what podcasts you guys all listen to, to make sure that you're getting the content that you want. I want you guys to want to listen to the podcast and connect and whatever. So that episode that I did about my body was one of my all-time top performing episodes and it's hard for like a new episode to all of a sudden like climb up that high and be in like the top 10 so I was like wow like you know as I talked about in the podcast like we all have such like body stuff and then it's been so funny you know going through I hate the word journey everyone's on a journey but uh going through my this postpartum journey with everybody because you know how many, I mean, I've say it all the time, how many women have reached out to me saying like, I'm scared to get pregnant because of what it'll do to my body because I've had such body, intense body issues my whole life. And I was like, fuck, like, you know, that's something that we all have gone through so intensely. So it was just natural for me. And like, it's not like I'm going to like, can't hide. So I was like, whatever weight I'm at, I'm going to fucking rock it and just continue to tell everyone what I'm doing postpartum. There were a lot of, you know, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, it took me, you know, three months weight just like came off. And then like another couple months and like the extra weight came off or, you know, whatever, everybody had these. And then there were a good amount of people. And even Angelica was like, it took me a year. Like it'll take you a year. A lot of people were like, it takes like a year for your body to get back. I definitely think if I'm being honest with myself that I felt really like I had a very good postpartum experience. I wasn't, I didn't thank God, like with this pregnancy, you know, I didn't have any postpartum depression. I wasn't uncomfortable getting out of bed. Like I, I just have this like 
energizer buddy. I mean, I'm fucking tired all the time, but I'm, I'm like, even when Dominic and I go on trips, do you see how we're like never anywhere for that long? Like, I'm just like, I want to see everything. Life is fucking short. If I'm in Italy, I need to see a thousand fucking things. I can't imagine staying in like one place the whole time. I mean, eventually we're going to start doing that and just like leaning into enjoying life there and like really making it a vacation. But like, that's going to be really hard for me, you know, like as somebody who, I only started being able to like really take trips like this in the last eight years. Like when I'm in another country, I'm like, I need to see, I need to fucking, every rock is getting turned over. Like I want to see as much as possible. So after I gave birth, like, and I was so tired, obviously in the last like couple months that I was working from bed or was laying in bed, you know, I'm not really like somebody who likes to spend like that much time in bed. Like I'm a couch girl. I like to be able to in the center of the house, see what's going on. But I was in the, in bed a lot. And so then just like after like a week of being in bed, after I gave birth, I was like, get me out of here. We went to dinner and I was kind of like ready to, you know, I only had like a couple stitches. I had a level two tear, which was, you know, uncomfortable, but not unmanageable. I could walk, but you know, at six weeks is when they say you can start working out, which at the time you're like, that's forever. And then six weeks went by in two fucking seconds. And I was like, Ooh, I can start working out now. And I didn't. And it's, that's, it's all totally fine. But I let this kind of, I like, I kind of then started like feeling bad for myself a little bit. And sorry, I know it's annoying that I'm drinking water, but it took me a long time to want to drink fucking water and I'm going with it. I'm a big water drinker now. All right. This is an alarming stat, but since 2020, two out of three people report feeling extreme stress and the stress is so bad that it's affecting their sleep and it's affecting their overall health. I mean, you have definitely had this, right? Where you get like anxious about something or you get nervous for a presentation or you read something on Instagram and it makes you just feel sick in your stomach and your stomach is like rumbling and you just have to go, it's like... And that is because your gut, not your brain, is responsible for your stress response. Think about that. So to manage your stress and feel calm and in control, you have to give your gut what it needs to thrive. Personally, I use Just Thrive Probiotic, which I just talked about in this podcast because it's recommended by some of the biggest names in the health industry. And we have a whole podcast about it with them. It's a game changer for helping you sidestep gas, bloat, and constipation. And it's been shown to help flip the switch on your stress response in your stomach so you can feel confident and in control. And for the next level stress management, pair the probiotic like I do with Just Thrive's Breakthrough New Formula, Just Calm. I was just talking about it in this episode and forgot the name, but it's literally called Just Calm. It reduces perceived stress. It improves sleep quality and energy, and it even encourages better focus and flow. It's unbelievable. So I take the Just Thrive probiotic and Just Calm. It's the perfect one-two punch to beat stress before it beats you. And right now you can get 15% off this dynamic duo when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code PIA at checkout. Isn't that amazing? So that's code PIA at justthrivehealth.com for 15% off. So I get in a rut often with making the same vegetables, the same scrambled eggs and the same roast chicken constantly. And I do not get bored of these items because I cover them in flyby jing. If you don't know what flyby jing is, then you clearly don't follow me on Instagram. 
and you need to level up your kitchen very quickly. Fly by Jing is the first modern Chinese food company in America that has put spicy chili crisp on the map. It's a versatile, delicious Chinese hot sauce that is taking the U.S. by storm. It has little crunchies in there. It's just this vibrant flavor profile that's not super spicy. It's the texture, the color. It's a it's an experience. It's unbelievable. Fly by Jing is on a mission to bring premium Chinese flavors to every table. They make the highest quality Sichuan sauces and pantry essentials that taste good on absolutely everything. It's the quickest and easiest way to bring restaurant quality flavors to your home. All the ingredients are 100% vegan and all natural and non-GMO. The triple threat is what I would suggest. It's Fly by Jing's best-selling trio of addictive Szechuan sauces. It's the Szechuan chili crisp, there's Wong sauce, and that Maya spice mix. You will find yourself putting them on absolutely everything. They also make tasty dumplings that I post about many times because we always have them in our freezer. They're super easy to prepare and eat with all of the delicious sauces. Fly by Jing is also a female-founded company. Jing founded the company in 2018, inspired by the amazing flavors of her hometown. Listen, if you're ready to step up your game and elevate your favorite recipes, you can get 15% off your entire order at flybyjing.com slash best or use code best at checkout. That's F-L-Y-B-Y-J-I-N-G.com slash best for 15% off your order. You can also find Fly by Jing at over 2,500 locations across the country, including Costco, Whole Foods, Target, Wegmans, and more. Thank you, Fly by Jing. But I do think that after my second if God willing, I get pregnant again and we'll start trying in the fall that if I get pregnant again and have another baby that, you know, if it's a pregnancy, God willing, that in postpartum, that's similar to Carmela, that I would definitely like integrate going on walks sooner and going back to hot yoga. And yeah, it's for the reason that my working out right now is making me a happier person. It's uh, obviously everybody talks about that and it's fucking hard to get there because it sucks at first. But once you're on the other side of it, my fucking God. And that gets me to my next topic, which is like, I guess like the things that I've done to lose weight. So this is not to say that anybody needs to lose weight. I do feel like I deserve to be the weight that I want to be, which is the weight that half of my closet allows clothing for, which is what I was like before COVID. You know, I gained probably like everybody gained weight. I was drinking like a bottle of wine a night. I went, I went from being like, I have this fucking COVID lockdown schedule load like locked and loaded it was like wake up do my workout work like I had the same schedule that I had at work but here and then and then you know we all started losing hope and it went to complete shit and then it was like what kind of burger do we want to pick up for dinner and like yeah no I'll have my own bottle of wine thank you (laughs) like get your own bottle of wine (laughs) and that's when I got pregnant with little Carmelina so you know I feel like whatever. I don't, I'm not someone who's like ever been like tiny, 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 and I don't want to be at all. 
that's not my MO. I don't, that's, even if it's yours, that's totally great. And for all my skinny girls who get shit for being thin and who are naturally thin, like, I'm sorry, you have to hear about that too. So I just want to be, you know, whatever. I think it's like 140 is my like happy 135. And I'm like, like invisible in my eyes. So 140, 145 is where I would like to be. Anyway, ugh, sorry. So a lot of this comes down to like, and and by the way, so here's this weird thing that's happening on Instagram. And it happened to me and I talked about it in my last episode, my body episode. It's so funny because it's it's this whole like, you're beautiful at any weight, right? But as soon as you lose weight, everyone's like, oh my God, you look so good. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm getting inundated now with like, you got lipo, fuck you. And then every, and then haunt, like, what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. And I think a lot of it is from obviously like women who have PCOS and like this shipping fucking hard. So this is not going to work for everybody, but I'm going to tell you what I've been doing. So working out is obviously important. And I'll tell you what is really been a game changer. This is a PCOS fucking major dude like major once I stopped doing fucking hit workouts everything changed I do I don't even like to get my heart rate up very much at all so I do my workouts twice a week at hot eight yoga I love to just do a power yoga class there I don't like doing a lot of shavasanas wait no, shavasanas, sorry, is when <laughs> shavasanas when you take your five minutes to lay down on the floor at the beginning or end of class or both. I don't like to do a lot of flows. I can't fucking stand it. I don't know why. It's not for me. Sometimes I love it because I'll feel really strong and I love like the core engagement. But for the most part, I want to like get into a pose and feel like I can master that pose. So the power classes at hot eight are really great. There's a guy named Eddie who teaches them in Pasadena. The fucked up thing is his classes are at five 30 or I'm sorry, are at nine 30 in the morning, which I've, you know, I start working at nine. So nine 30 latest. So it doesn't really work for me. I'm going to try to add it into my schedule, move things around if I can, because those are classes that I go to and like, I'll cry in the car afterwards. It's such a good release. He also has a five o'clock on Friday, but every teacher at these at hot eight is amazing. So if there's, you know, someone in any of the other locations or like moto yoga, I used to go to like crazy. The hot eight happens to be two seconds from my house, works for me, whatever. Hot yoga is great. Even just yoga on your fucking YouTube is wonderful. And bar yoga, which you do not need a bar for. We haven't even used the bar in the last two classes. I love it's stretching. It's so much strength. I cannot believe how strong I've gotten. I brought my best friend Austin to class with me yesterday. And Austin and I've been best friends since our freshman year of high school. Like she's been my best friend through like, you know, my... 40 pound weight gain in high school to like, like she's seen me through everything in my life. And Austin is naturally like very tall and very thin. And she came to class with me and you really, it takes like three classes to even just get used to the heat. So I was like, don't even do any of these workouts because the workouts are challenging. Just like, like, and so she like watching her see how strong I was in class. Like afterwards, she was like, you're a beast. It, I've, it, gave, it made me feel, I've, I haven't felt that proud in a very 
very long time. And what's cool is like, I didn't work out before. I didn't work out that much right before the trip. We were gone for a long time. I came back. I got my period. My period was debilitating. Like when I tell you it was debilitating, it was debilitating. Like woke up like just, and I, I wear thinks while I sleep, like with, with a tampon, like, sorry. And I'm bleeding through all of it. Not the thinks, but like, I can feel how much blood is in there, you know, and it's uncomfortable and it's bad. And I, so I like the week of my period, I'm, I don't do anything. I let myself be tired. I relax. I do some stretching. I'll take the baby on a walk, but like, I don't ever where before I'd be like, I need to push through this. And I would go to like Barry's boot camp. I was doing so much fucking Barry's boot camp. You couldn't pay me to go to a Barry's now because I know what it would do to my cortisol levels. So hot eight. And then I do weight training with Laura Varney. Laura also has a baby, the baby body now on which you can just like sign up for and do digitally. I encourage all of you to do that. I don't even think that's something that you need to do if you've had a fucking baby. I think it's something you should do if you have PCOS because it's really thoughtful, like, like strength training, core strengthening pelvic stuff. That's just good for everybody without spiking your cortisol. And then I have been going on walks and like going on a walk is, is something that's really hard for me, especially like, I don't know. I'm and like, I'm so someone that feel that needs to feel like she's doing something. And so to go on like a quiet, peaceful walk, which I know is one of the best things like a human can do is just be quiet and go on a walk and look at nature and look at the baby. And I think like really like even just changing my workouts to those, like switching that over is unbelievably important. I know like everyone loves the Pilates class on Instagram. Like, I mean, pardon me, they're on Instagram, but online, like that's really good. Devin Bruckman uses her a lot. Like just thoughtful, not anxiety inducing, no jumping, no hit. No, I don't do any like fuck cardio. I'll go on a walk. Like I'm not running. I used to force myself to run. Like, why am I doing that? No. Why am I forcing myself to do anything? Just slow loving. Then when it comes to food, I've always been like, you guys see what I eat. I post a lot about it. I lean on the healthy side most of the time. On the weekends, am I going to have french fries? Fuck yeah, of course. But I'm going to make sure that I eat those french fries with like a lot of vegetables. Like last night we went to Mahari's, which is this old school, amazing. It's been there for like, you know, a hundred years, Mexican restaurant in Pasadena. It's so good. I encourage everyone to go. And I got fajitas and I, and that's it. And I didn't eat the tortillas and I asked for a sign of, of verde sauce and I put the verde sauce and some hot salsa on the skillet. And I saved the rice and beans for lunch today because I like to have that at lunch instead of dinner. At dinner, I like to have like as many, you know, vegetables and protein as possible. And then I had like two skinny margaritas and I had some chips. I just didn't have a fuck ton. I used to eat so many chips. I was full before dinner came. And I had like probably like a five chips and I broke them in half and just ate them thoughtfully where it used to just be this like race to eat and like, well, how much can I eat? And then, oh, I'm so full. My mom used to always say, oh my God, Pia, her whole life. I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm starving. Oh, I'm so full. I'm going to be sick. So, which I hate using the word starving. I think it's so inappropriate, but you know, it's like that, like this food thing. 
And so now I just eat more thoughtfully. Guys, uh, you have had to have seen me sipping on a Gia because they're, I mean, if you open our refrigerator right now, it's ample amounts of water. It's ample amounts of booze. And there is all three Gia flavors in ample amounts because whenever we kind of get close to running out, we re-up on our order. Gia is a really cute, um, like take on in like Mediterranean aperitivo. So instead of sipping on a Campari or an Aperol, you sip on a Gia. There's no added sugar. There's no added flavors. It's just a delicious drink with no alcohol, just real plants. They focus on flavor over function. So it's not going to buzz you in any way. You're not going to feel weird. It's just pure botanical ingredients that are powerful enough to bring out the best version of you without numbing out the night. Their new spritz flavor is lime and salt. Three favorite things, including spritz. It's like taking a dip into the sea. It's literally like their signature aperitivo spritzed with some lime and a dash of sea salt. And it is delish. It's also really, truly one of the chicest brands out there. And they never give a discount. But because I know some people... We have a 20% off exclusively for our Everything is the Best community. Uh, visit Drink Gia and use code BEST at checkout. That is D-R-I-N-K. And Gia is G-H-I-A. So drinkgia.com and use code BEST and get 20% off. If you have traveled lately, uh, you've definitely seen one of these bags in the airport. If you haven't seen it at the airport, you've seen it on my mom because she stole mine. Dagny Dover was founded by three women based in New York, and it's a performance bag brand. So it has backpacks, gender-neutral baby bags, work and commuter totes, really amazing toiletry organizer, and hands-free crossbodies. We have the Daily Tote and the Large Hunter, uh, both of which were stolen uh, by my mother because she, more than anybody I know, needs a bag that has, like, organizers for everything. And that's like what we are talking about when we say these are performance bags because they're made out of really incredible materials like neoprene leather, uh, vegan leather. Like, you know, they also use like eco-friendly materials like organic cotton and recycled poly made from plastic bottles. But these are all materials that are so high functioning. And then every bag has perfect compartments for everything. So there's a spot for your computer. There's a spot for your headphones. There's a spot for your passport. There's a spot for your wallet. There's a spot for your sweater. Unbelievably organized and durable products. It's just complete problem-solving bags for problem-solving humans. You can feel prepared and confident on your commute to the office, traveling with kids, trips to the beach, perfect for gift giving for any summer adventure. The luggage sleeve on the land and carry-all for traveling hands-free is also incredible. And guess what? We have a nice little discount for you. If you are a first-time customer and you use code BEST, you get 10% off. Also, year-round, Dagny offers their 20% off Heroes discount to teachers, troops, vets, and healthcare workers. Isn't that amazing? Just use code BEST. I also... Somebody... I posted a photo of my body the other day on Instagram. Someone asked if I'd sell it and I took a photo of it. And someone said, oh my God, what was it? Like metabolic eating or something. Fuck. And I Googled what it was and it's 
I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. It's just like thoughtful eating, <laughs> like not overcompensating. You know, if you have a dairy problem, totally stay away from it. But this was like, we're eating too many nut products. Like our body's not supposed to have like thousands of nuts. And so it's like, if you want to put some milk in your coffee, like have real whole milk, make sure that you get that just like yummy organic milk and like real cheese is good for you. You know, not all of these. And by the way, like I love a, a cashew cheese. I love these things, but it's kind of like everything in moderation, like, and so many people before would be like, don't, you know, no carbs or like no carbs and protein together. And this is like, yeah, like, right. Like have rice at lunch, but make sure you have it with protein. So it doesn't spike your blood sugar. Like just these kind of cool, just normal eating, just being like thoughtful and normal and not being so extreme with everything. So I started doing that. You know, I know for PCOS, the guidelines are to really like stay away from gluten and dairy, but I know a lot of people that that's worked really great for. And a lot of people who said it didn't work well for them, you know, as somebody who does come from like a world of disordered eating, like hearing that I could solve my PCOS by cutting out dairy and gluten to me seemed like it seemed like it was addressing like insulin resistance. And it seemed like that kind of talk almost like perpetuates this disordered eating that majorly is associated with PCOS because it's so hard to lose weight. So I was kind of like, maybe if I'm just not, don't have so much fucking anxiety around food, you know, like there's got to be a reason why I lost so much weight in Italy. And everyone's like, oh, you were relaxing. Guys, when I tell you that like Davide and I were so fucking stressed with work while we were gone, like we almost changed our ticket to come home early. If I'm being fucking honest. Like we kept having meetings, like fine. Like I'm not going to complain about work. It wasn't just normal work. There were work issues that were happening that were so intense and we felt so far away from things that like needed to be attended to that we were like, we shouldn't fucking be here. So yeah, I mean, it was like there were a few like blowout fights about the fact that like we need to go home or we shouldn't go like one day Davide's like we need to go home and I'm like okay and then the next day I was like no we need to go home and he's like no we deserve this we need to stay like it was definitely anxiety there but I think you know maybe my like food anxiety was lifted then in terms of like PCOS supplements like I am not a doctor I am not a doctor I am not a doctor consult with your doctor consult with your doctor consult with your doctor when I was trying to get pregnant I had someone reach out to me and say Oversitol, Ovisitol, however you say it, uh, like a powder supplement that I was posting about a lot is helped a couple of friends with their fertility journey. And so I was taking that. And then someone else told me that berberine with your food works really well. And then someone said like apolipoic. So I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll take all of this, but then I have to think about like what the dosages are. And like that powder is like not easy to take. I can't, I'm not going to take like a giant thing of powder with me everywhere. And so it was something that I wasn't keeping up with. And then, of course, lo and behold, Parallel, who if I had money, I would fucking invest, like, you know, if I had invest extra investor money, if I had that, I would give it to them. I believe in this company so much. Made a, a PCOS formula. I'll put the code in the description because I know that I have one, but I can't think of what it is right now. And it has the perfect amount of all of these things. And they're obviously in just little pill form. And so I put them in my bag when we were in Italy. And every time I ate, and you're supposed to do, I take two with each meal. And 
it's not, it's like leveling out my blood sugar. It, 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 and listen, I'm not, I don't want to say that these are, everyone's going to have a complete, completely different reaction to this. Everyone's bodies are so different, but someone did tell me that berberine because it helps with insulin resistance can help with weight loss. Not that that is the goal. It's like a side effect of what is happening to your body, which is, the, and this could be helping with that. I will also tell you what I got recommended by a lot of women who were embarrassed to say it out loud, like in comments. So a lot of people DM'd me is going on, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name. Oh, Ozempic, which is a diabetes medicine. But because what it's doing is leveling out your blood sugar, it's being prescribed a lot to women with PCOS who really need help losing that like 60 pounds, you know, 50. It's not something you lose, you use to lose five or 10 pounds. It's something that, you know, if you're like on the verge of, if your PCOS has gotten you to the point of being pre-diabetic, like which I've been multiple times in my life. Like this is a great way to get, uh, so whatever. So people are prescribing it to women who have PCOS. You obviously have to get this through a doctor and it can really help with weight loss. Like really, but I tried it for three months. I didn't talk about it obviously because it didn't, it didn't do, it didn't work at all. Um, I didn't lose any weight from that, like at all. So I really, it's been the walking, the not being so weird with food, the portion control. I used to like finish a plate of food and now I'm really being slow and thoughtful with every fucking thing that I'm eating. Like very, I'm like, and that's like, I was like, David, I can't believe that I lost so much weight in Italy. And he was like, yeah, you're eating our food, which for the most part, by the way, like is all from within two miles of where we're eating it and fresh. And he's like, Pia, you didn't, you were eating half of what, and I was like, yeah, you're right. It was. So portion control, the PCOS supplements. I've been making sure that I take my probiotics every day. Like, like I am very like, yeah, my supplements right now. I take Nutrafol, the the hair. I take the Nutrafol hair formula. I take the parallel PCOS. I take the parallel. By the way, don't take all of these. I don't, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm getting too much. I'm going to email my doctor. He's on vacation. I didn't want to bother him, but I just want to make sure that I'm not taking overlapping things. The Just Thrive, Just Thrive makes a probiotic that is incredible. And they also make a supplement. I can't remember what it's called. It helps with happy, with like happiness and, and super you from moon juice is also something that like is all adaptogens and that. And I honestly think taking something that helps with fucking happiness and like making sure that you're joy filled. I've had so many friends tell me like, if you stop thinking about weight, like you'll get rid of, like it'll, it'll fall off. And there's like a couple of people that I follow. There's that one woman, Alana, who does like the to be mindset. And she always, like, I think about, like I follow her and there's like a couple of things that she always says that I implement a lot, which is like water first, vegetables most. And then we're just truly like every meal. I'm like, how many vegetables can I get into this meal? And then the, oh, and I'm drinking so much water. It's crazy. And then she always talks about how, like, if you're talking shit about your body all day long, like, how are you going to lose weight? And I really think that that's so true. And we spend so much time being like so mean to our bodies that it just, 
it, it's like it's it, it's not helping. And I think like knowing that PCOS is such a cortisol driven, you know, can that like, I, I literally think about it like this. And I said it to Davide the other day, cause he was having like a really stressed out day and I really don't want to diminish what he, what his feelings are. It's in the, by the way, this is the same shit I'm applying to Carmela. It's like, if she is going to have a tantrum or going to do something where she's like, you know, has a big feeling, like how do I acknowledge that feeling and then teach her in a healthy way to move forward from it. And like, I literally now I'm doing the same thing with Davide. <laughs> Where I was like, you're having a big feeling, huh? Like, okay, let's like move forward from this big feeling. Because I literally said to him, if we're in like the pre-stages, we're calling it pre-season, before we actually start trying for a baby. Like, I'll be like, do you want to have pre-season practice tonight whenever I want to? Anyway, I'll be like, whatever, we're in pre-season, like, and especially when it's like the season starts, you can't be stressing me out. Like, cortisol... It takes progesterone to make fucking cortisol. And if my cortisol is spiked all the time, I'm not going to have leveled out hormones and there's not going to be a fucking baby. Like literally think about it just like that. So I think like a lot of this is like getting to a steady routine of working out. When you get into a steady routine of working out, you are more mindful about what you are eating. And when those things start working together and you start feeling confidence and it starts happening and you start seeing weight falling off, your mindset becomes more positive instead of this whole, like, I feel bad about myself. Like, fuck it. I'm not going to work out. Or I feel bad if I didn't work out or like, fuck it. I'm just going to eat that pizza because I'm already in a place I don't want to be anyway. Like just getting out of that mindset. And then it's like the happy mindset comes. And then all of a sudden you're just in like a better place mentally. And I truly think that like those few things have made really really major changes for me personally. And I know this doesn't seem like it's like a lot of good advice. Like this seems like I'm not saying anything, like there should be like some weird secret or something, but that's really what has been fucking working. And I'll tell you this, like the mental stuff always comes down to being a fucking truth. That's what happened. I was in a good mental place when I met my fucking husband. I was in a mental place where I wasn't thinking about getting pregnant when I got pregnant. And I'm truly, you know, in a place in my life where I'm like happy and feel like, yeah, sure. I need to get some shit together and we're still have a lot of work stress or whatever, but I'm working out and the endorphins are fucking kicking in. And I truly am a gratitude filled human. Like I can't tell you like waking up in gratitude is, is such a powerful, powerful thing. And it shifts like every, I always talk about this with your cell, like every little cell in your body, it can hear you every little cell. So if you're telling all these little cells that they're like fat and stupid, which are words that we should never be using, but I feel like a lot of people say that about themselves. Like all those little cells can hear that. Our bodies are magical. Think about it. Like the way everything is the perfect design. I don't know what you believe in, but you have to believe in something. If you think about the grace of mother nature, 
and our bodies and how they heal and how it's designed, like our cells are designed to heal cuts. Have you ever thought about that? Like a scab and watching like a cut slowly heal itself over time. It's like magic. Same thing with soil. Soil wants to regenerate the same way. You always talk about this when you see like a little fucking flower growing out of concrete. It's all beautiful. So I think just getting in that mental mindset has really helped. And no, I didn't get liposuction. I definitely wouldn't do that before I had got pregnant again either. Why would I waste that fucking money and time? Also, when would I have healed from this liposuction? Also, when when I so I need to get my implants taken out one day. Um, so if we decide, God willing, I have another child that we're done after that child, we like maybe we want to go to, you know, whatever. If we decide that we're done with two, then yeah, when my implants get taken out, I'm going to take fat from somewhere else and put it in my boobs. Okay, and you'll know all about it because I will document it because we're friends and I'm not embarrassed about any decision that I make. So no you mean person who was trolling me. I didn't get liposuction. Asshole. If you liked this podcast and this long rant that I just did about stupid body stuff, uh, please give me a review. Okay. Love you guys. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.